This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 502. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 502. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. We are in the thick of it, the thick of the holidays. If you celebrate Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate Christmas, it's right around the corner. If you celebrate Kwanzaa or other holidays this time of year, just sending you love, peace, joy, and ease, which we're going to be talking about here on today's episode. This can be a really beautiful time of year. And this year, it can be a really hard time of year, because we're making a lot of big decisions right now. And you know, it's interesting, when we come up on the holidays, there's always a lot of big decisions to be made around boundaries and where you're at with your family. And what's fascinating to me is that we've had every year since I started the show. So the show, this is our fourth holiday season, I believe, fourth or fifth holiday season in the Shameless Mom Academy. And every year we have conversations about boundaries. And what's interesting to me is that while those conversations are often very similar in nature, it's 
interesting how our boundaries shift from year to year based on where we're at, where the world is at, what our kids need. And so, you know, what comes to mind is an early conversation I remember having with a mom in Momentum Mamas, actually, in our membership community a couple of years ago. I remember her saying, I think her child was like one at the time, somewhere between one and two. And she's like, I just can't do the like run to my parents house and then my in-laws house and then my stepdad's house and like all these different layers of family members over the course of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. She's like, I just don't have it in me with a one and a half year old. I'm not going to spend my holidays trying to appease all of these sets of parents and grandparents at the expense of our own little family unit's joy. And so she set some boundaries around like this year, we're not running to people's houses. If you want to come to us, come to us. You're welcome on these days at this time. And she set these boundaries and it was such a weight off. And I remember her talking about that. And when she did that, other members in Momentum Mamas were really inspired to do some of the same. And so some of them set boundaries like, hey, we're not having guests or hosting anything or going to people's houses on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Instead, if you want to see us, you're welcome to stop by, you know, the Sunday before Christmas, or you're welcome to stop by on the Friday after or whatever the case may be. And just setting boundaries around what works for your family in this phase that you're in. Because when you have kids, every year is a different phase, right? And what your family might be find to be joyful and peaceful and create ease and create really great family memories when your child is one or two is going to be really different than when your child is seven or eight. So this has been a funny one for us because last year we were in Phoenix for Christmas and Vinny got this big Lego set and he really, we were in Phoenix for a couple days after Christmas. And he said to me when we got home, he said, mom, if we go anywhere for Christmas next year, can we leave right after Christmas is over? And I was like, or he was like, can we leave the day after Christmas? And I was like, I don't know why (laughs) this seems like a weird thing to be planning on like December 30th, (laughs) when we've just passed Christmas. And then I realized I was like, oh, because if he gets Legos for Christmas, he wants to put them together right away. And being in Phoenix for Christmas, he couldn't put together this set till we got home and he was dying to get home to start building it. And I was laughing and I was thinking, it's interesting how this evolves over time that, you know, for us to go to Phoenix when he was like two and he didn't need to come home and need is not the right word. He didn't want to come home and build Lego sets is really different than right now when he has these toys or gifts that he wants to be able to engage with quickly. And so like staying in Phoenix for an extra three days after that was really hard for him. Now, I'm not saying that I would like book things differently to appease this child who maybe needs to have a little bit of delayed gratification. I think kids can wait on things. But that's just one example of how you might shift things or just be aware of your child's changing needs, wants, what creates joy around a holiday season, etc. So I'm going to tell you what we're doing this year, because I think that might be helpful for this conversation. So we are opting to quarantine as a family in advance of going and visiting my mom. So we're able to drive to my mom's house so we don't have to fly. We can drive to her house. We can do the whole drive in one run. We don't have to like stop and eat or anything. We can go spend time with her. We're going to quarantine in advance. She's going to quarantine in advance. And then when we're staying with her, we're not going to see other people. So we're able to do that in a way that meets the needs of this season for our family. And with that comes this ability to create joy 
in that little bubble and to have boundaries around this is what is right for our family right now in this season. And I think that we are in the season where any time that we're in the holidays, we need to look at what does our family need this year? What works for where we're at with our kids' ages, et cetera. But we're also looking at this layered impact of what do we need in this season in a pandemic? And where do we set boundaries around that? And so what I want to talk to you about today is what do you need out of these holidays to consider them a success? What do you need out of these holidays to make sure that this is actually a time of peace and joy for you? And so we've been talking about this in Momentum Mamas. It's actually part of our theme for the month, for the month of December. We've been talking about peace and ease throughout the month as we wrap up 2020 as we navigate these holidays in this very strange, different, unique time. And what does that look like? And so one of the things that I did in preparation for talking about this in Momentum Mamas, in preparation for talking about it here, was make a little list of what do I need out of these holidays to consider them a success. So here's what I needed. I need health and safety and good citizenship and joy and connection and rest. And so once I knew that those were the things that I needed and that my family also needed those same things and having conversations with my husband and my child to the extent that he can have that conversation, once we knew that we were on the same page, then it became much more simple and clear in terms of deciding what we were going to do. And so once you know what the goal is, it can be easier to have to make decisions because now you have a filter where you can decide, well, this is either in alignment with the goal or it's not. And so for us, for example, knowing that there's a bunch of holiday stuff that we're not going to do this year out of care and caution around our goals of health and safety and good citizenship. And so our family made really clear decisions around that, that we're going to not do a whole bunch of things because in order to do the one thing that we really want to do, which is connection with my mom, there's other things that we have to say no to. So that became really clear. So now whenever someone asks about like, hey, can you do this the week before Christmas? The answer is no, we can't. We're quarantining. <laughs> so we can't do anything. We're not having people in our house. We're not going into other houses. We're not doing anything. And so now it's really easy to have those yeses and those nos prepared and they're ready to go. And it's a really clear, neutral and objective way to say yeses or nos and have boundaries, which has been really, really helpful. So I want you to think about what do you need out of these holidays to consider them a success? The other really important piece of this for me has been around rest. And so it's been really important to me to make sure that there is time for restoration over the holidays, over those couple weeks of Christmas and New Year's. Because here's the thing, I'm someone who has historically really hustled during that time. I'm conditioned to hustle during that time because when I had my gym, there was a lot of things that needed to happen in those last two weeks of the year to close out the year and to launch a new year. Because we all know gyms in January, outside of a pandemic at least, gyms in January, like that's a big freaking deal. And so I had to do a lot of hustle. And so I've really had to decondition myself from hustling during this season and taking time to rest. So I have actually been planning around rest time in the last couple of weeks of December for like three months now. Literally since September, I have been planning around how can I make sure that I honor what I need, especially coming out of 2020 around rest for this season. And here's the thing, we all need rest and recovery, but this year more than ever, we have gone through grief and trauma. And that's looked different for every single one of us, but all of us have gone through and are currently going through grief and trauma. And in order to keep going, you need rest. You need rest. 
And so where are you going to get that rest? Because here's the thing. We're going to hit the ground running in 2021, and it's not going to be any different than today. <laughs> like things are not getting better overnight on the night of December 31st. They're not getting better. So where are you going to build in restoration? Because we still have a lot of work ahead of us. We still have a long time in this pandemic. We still have a lot that's going to happen that we're not going to be able to predict or control. We still have a lot of family togetherness, for better or worse, in our households in quarantine. So what do you need to do to rest? What do you need to do to close out this year in a way that gives you the energy you need to do to launch a new year? And that is going to be really, really different than any other year we've ever had. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Air Doctor. You probably don't know that Americans take in about 20,000 breaths per day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. Indoor air pollutants can cause upper respiratory symptoms like sneezing, coughing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I am so excited that we just got our own Air Doctor for our house, and we will have it all up and running and ready to go in time for all the things that come with spring weather, but also smoke season, which is just around the corner for those of us in the Pacific Northwest. And I know many of you across the country. So here's how you can get your own Air Doctor. First of all, Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS and you'll receive up to $300 off of air purifiers. Exclusive to our podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro, A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS. That's airdoctorpro.com, code SHAMELESS. So I'll be talking, we're actually going to be getting ready to share information for our plan and prep pajama party. So every year 
in January, I do a plan and prep pajama party. And during that plan and prep pajama party, we really spend time doing a closing down of the previous year and then a launching of the new year. So the plan and prep pajama party is going to be on January 17th. I don't have information for it yet in terms of like specifics and you can't sign up yet. But if you are interested in doing this workshop, it's a three hour workshop. It's amazing. It will change the course of your year, no matter what this year has to bring, no matter what 2021 has to bring. But I want to make sure that you're getting my email so that you get this information as soon as it comes out and you can sign up for the workshop because space will be limited. So just make sure you're on my email list. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter, that's shamelessmom.com slash newsletter, you can sign up to get my emails and then you'll make sure that you get the information for the plan and prep pajama party. Because I'm telling you, it's a game changer and we're going to need, we're going to need some focused intention around kicking off 2021 for sure. And I want you to make sure that you're ready for that. So that's where this rest becomes so important, that you are letting yourself rest, release in order to recharge and kick off a whole new year and be ready to go. So that is what I need to consider the holidays as success, health, safety, good citizenship, joy, connection, and rest. So what are the strategies that we need to implement to get what we need? It's one thing to identify what you need and to be like, oh, this is really great and this is lovely and this is what I want, but what are the strategies? So I want you to be really tied into strategic action in order to get what you want so that you actually get what you want, so that it's not a dreaming about what you want, it is a doing in order to get the thing. So what do you need to do in order to get whatever it is you want out of this holiday season? So the first thing, open conversations. Open conversations with whoever you share a household with around what you need. This is so important. I've used this example so many times. I'm going to use it again. Lori Kennedy, a friend of mine, she years ago had a conversation with her husband around what she needs out of vacation to consider it a great vacation because they would go on these family vacations. They had two young kids and she would get done with the vacation and feel this sense of disappointment that she didn't really get what she wanted out of it. Like she, the kids got what they wanted and her husband seemed to have gotten what he wanted, but she was like, oh, I never like got what I wanted out of it. And so she finally was like, here's what I need on vacation. And what was interesting about it is that she's like, what I need is to be able to get up and work for two hours from five to 7am on vacation, which I know many of you would never want to do on vacation. But for her, that was the thing. So she's like, if the kids get up between five and seven, like, that's on you. I want that time to work. And then I want to enjoy the rest of the day. I had another friend who we vacationed with when our kids were really little a couple different times. And she had a deal with her husband where they would have this conversation before trips. And she would say, here's what I need. I need an hour to work out. Again, I know many people don't work out on vacation, but whatever. This was her dream. So this is what makes vacation good for her. She's like, I need an hour to work out completely by myself at some point during the day. I don't care what time it happens. I just need you to let me know at some point, like in the morning, when that that hour works for you and say like, I'm going to take the kids from 11 to 12 or one to two or whatever the thing is. And so having those really clear, open conversations around what do you need to make this a success for you? Because here's the thing, we're real good at not being open, not having these conversations and then being really disappointed and annoyed and resentful and cranky. Our partners are not mind readers. So you need to tell them what you want and also ask what they want. This isn't just about you being like, here's what I need, number one. It's also about saying, hey, what do you need out of the holidays to consider it a success? What do you need out of this ending of 2020? What would feel really good to you? 
So another thing that I've asked for in this season is I'm going to a hotel for two nights by myself to do strategic planning for 2021. So I'm actually doing that tomorrow. By the time this goes live, I will have gone and it will be done. But I'm going to a hotel for two nights to do strategic planning for 2021 because I just need like a long period of uninterrupted time to sit and think and focus and let my mind wander and be creative in ways that my current household situation does not allow for. And so I'm really, really excited about this. And when I told my husband I needed this, he was like, really? Like, he's like, if you sure, if you want, but he's like, that doesn't sound very fun. I was like, oh my gosh, it sounds like a dream. (laughs) It sounds like such a dream to go sit by myself in a hotel room and stare out the window and just like open up Google Docs with lists of what I want out of 2021. Now for you, it might be like laying on the floor and doing a vision board, or for you, it might be you know, getting on Zoom with two other colleagues and hashing out what you want to do for the year. It could look like a lot of different things. But for me, I'm like, I just want to go be alone and open up a Word doc or a Google doc and make notes. Like that is what feels really good to me. And that is what gives me clarity and it eases my mind and it minimizes anxiety and it makes me excited. It feels really productive. It feels affirming. So open conversations around what you need, okay? That's number one. The other piece of open conversations as like a 1B is with family members or people outside of your household, you need to have open conversations with them as well. So there's gonna be people in your family who are, have different beliefs, different thoughts, different opinions around how things should be managed this holiday season. And that's okay. And you don't have to appease them. (laughs) So you get to choose. So if you have family members who are really pushing you to do things that either feel unsafe, unhealthy, that compromise maybe your ability to be a good citizen, that just don't feel like the right thing for you right now, it's okay to say no. And I want to give you a line that I gave to someone else a few years, or actually, when was this? It wasn't a few years ago, as I'm thinking about it. It was last spring, because it was actually in the pandemic. So I was talking to a mom who had a baby who was just a few months old at the time, and her parents were really pushing to see the baby, because it's their grandchild. They really wanted to see the baby, but the pandemic had started, and this mom was feeling really nervous about it, and she's like, I don't know what to say, because I get it. Like, they really want to see this baby, and they're missing out on these, like, really precious moments when he's so tiny. So I said, well, what if you said, we love how you love us, but we feel strongly that we need to listen to scientists and doctors and healthcare providers and what their recommendations are right now for babies. And based on that, this is the decision that we've made. But we're so excited to spend time with you together as soon as it's possible and safe. And so she was able to use that. And it wasn't this like boundary that felt not compassionate. It felt compassionate to start with like, we love how much you love us. We love how much you adore our son. This makes us feel so good. And this is so hard right now. And also we feel really strongly that we have to prioritize our son's safety and health. And so this is the decision that we're going to make for right now. And so she was able to have that conversation in a way that felt really good to her instead of it feeling like she was just like drawing this line in the sand and being like, nope, we're not doing that. So how can you have open conversations around that? that feel really good. And I also know some members of Memento Mamas did this over Thanksgiving as well to say like, oh my gosh, we always love spending Thanksgiving with you. It's something we always look forward to. And we just don't feel safe right now, given these certain factors. And so in one family in particular, there was some risk factors involved. They said, given these certain factors, this just doesn't feel safe. But instead, we would actually love to do something just totally different this year. Instead of doing Thanksgiving dinner together, what if we met at a park and had donuts? 
And so they did that instead. And to do something completely different and give yourself permission to be creative, which we'll talk a little bit about in a minute, but provide alternatives that are totally creative and don't even like try to compare or replicate typical traditions. Give yourself permission to do something completely different. This episode is supported by Nutrafol. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you're among them, you are not alone. Thinning hair is normal, but it's not openly talked about, so it can feel lonely and frustrating and sometimes even embarrassing when you're going through it yourself. Join the over 1 million people who are doing something about their thinning hair with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Oh my gosh, I am a heavy shedder, so if you are a heavy shedder or if you are someone who's wanting to thicken your hair, I definitely want you to try out Nutrafol. I have loved using it myself, and I know multiple other people who've used it and have found great results. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. To get started, you can take their hair quiz on Nutrafol.com, which will give you a personalized health plan based on your special root causes. Nutrafol is committed to helping you identify root causes of any shedding or hair loss so that you can really start to rebuild healthy hair in a way that is customized to you. So take the first steps to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code SHAMELESS. Find out why 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code SHAMELESS. Nutrafol.com, code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listener can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS. S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S. AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. So we did this with Thanksgiving and we said, hey, there was a family member in particular we really wanted to 
have over on Thanksgiving because of some things that he's gone through. And we also did not feel safe having or comfortable having people in our house for their safety, for our safety. So we said, hey, we're going to have a campfire in our backyard in masks, and we're going to have a brunch around the campfire. And we would love to have you do that. So we didn't even try to replicate like traditional Thanksgiving. We were just like, we're going to do something totally different. So come to our backyard (laughs) with your coat and your beanie and your mask. And we're going to have a campfire in Seattle at the end of December, at the end of November. And it was so much fun. And he was like, cool, awesome. Thank you so much. Like he was so incredibly grateful because the alternative for him was going to be being completely alone on this holiday. And we really, really didn't want that. He didn't want that. So we found something just completely different through having an open conversation around like, hey, we really want to honor everyone's safety. And so here's what we're thinking instead. And we weren't even going to like try to do anything normal because it's nothing's normal right now, right? So open conversations, that's number one, within your household and then outside of your household as necessary. Number two, be clear. As Brene Brown says, clear is kind, unclear is unkind. So be really clear in your open conversations, really clear, like we're choosing to prioritize X, Y, and Z. That doesn't mean you have to have a big debate about it. It doesn't mean you have to like go into huge details, but be really clear. We're not doing this, or we are doing this, or we're going to do it this way, or we're not doing it that way. And be really clear. So with my mom and what we've decided in terms of quarantining before we visit, we've told her, like, we want you to quarantine too. I've said, I don't want you having people in your house before we come and visit, which she has been great. So hi, mom. She listens to the show. Thank you, mom. I appreciate you. She was like, yes, absolutely. I will not have anyone in my, which she hasn't really been having people in her house anyways, but like, it was just really clear and open. We're not going to have people in our house. You don't have people in your house. And then when we come and visit you, we're not going to go visit other people in their houses. And we don't want you to have people come visit in your house. Like just really clear boundaries, clear, clear, clear. So that we're not driving over there thinking like, oh my gosh, what if she decides to have like 13 people over for dinner? Because we've already had that conversation. We've already been super clear about that. So being clear is number two, be really clear. And you can be clear in really neutral, concise, objective ways. It doesn't have to be this big, huge thing. Now, other people might choose to make it a big, huge thing. (laughs) So that's on them. You get to be open and clear, and then you get to step back. And if other people decide to make it into something really big, that's on them. And if they decide to turn it into some big, huge, messy, messy situation, that's on them. But what I found is having really clear, open conversations where you lead with like, we love how much you love us and we love spending time with you over the holidays and we're going to miss certain things so much this year. When you lead with these empathetic, compassionate statements, oftentimes people will meet you where you're at and they will engage in the conversation with empathy and compassion as well. So not always, you know, family members or family members, that's not always going to happen, but many, many times it will. Number three is give yourself permission to be creative. So I've just given you some ideas around how to be creative, but give yourself permission to be creative around how to get what you want out of this season. And so for me, being creative has been like what we did at Thanksgiving, revamping Thanksgiving doing what we're doing at Christmas is totally different than what we typically do in terms of we're going to drive instead of fly. We're going to have this limited time with no other people. Usually when we go to my mom's for Christmas, there's like events after events after events of extended family members. And there's a big family crab feed one night. And there's a big Christmas Eve party one night. And like none of that is happening. And instead, we're staying home at my mom's. And my mom's making meatloaf one night. She's making lasagna. So this was the other thing that was funny. I love a turkey dinner. 
I don't love to make a turkey dinner, but I love my mom's turkey dinner. And every time we spend Thanksgiving or Christmas with her, I ask her if she'll make a turkey dinner. She was open and clear with me. She's like, I'm not making a turkey dinner this year. We're having lasagna. <laughs> so she's making lasagna for Christmas dinner. And I was like, cool. Noted. Got it. Fine. <laughs> and I love her lasagna. So it's totally fine. So we're having lasagna on Christmas night for Christmas dinner. So we're just doing different things, doing things differently and being creative. So I gave the example of the campfire brunch, having donuts in the park, doing things outdoors as you can, just having completely different time with people in different ways. I've been listening to the ways people have done different things on Zoom. So I actually have one of my really good friends. Her sister is in Australia. And so, and she normally comes over Christmas. She comes home with her family over Christmas. She's not doing that this year. So one of the things they did over Thanksgiving, actually, is they Zoomed her into their Thanksgiving dinner. And they had the iPad on the table. And they had her sister there. And they got to have Thanksgiving dinner together. And that was super, super special for them. So you can do things like that that are not the same but also still create the opportunity for connection. And you're not even trying to make it the same. You're like, we're going to just do this completely differently. And so, and of course, there's a huge time difference in Australia as well. So my friend's having Thanksgiving dinner and in Australia, it's the next morning. So my guess is that like her sister was sitting there like having, I don't know, coffee and donuts or something. (laughs) So letting yourself be creative and how you do things and letting other people in and letting people be a part of that joy. And really giving yourself permission to try things in new and different ways and without trying to make them the same as they usually are. Like just let yourself completely off the hook with that. This also is going to give you permission to be really open and optimistic about having a totally different kind of holiday season and then deciding where you're going to create joy in that. And I think that's really important is that if we decide we're just going to do things totally different than we're used to, then we can decide how to create joy within that new and totally different thing. So think that part through. If we decide to do something completely different, where do we find the joy in that? So I have friends who are like renting Airbnb cabins and instead of being with extended family, it's just going to be their tiny little family unit and they're just doing something completely new and different. And it's just like four of them instead of, you know, eight or 18 of them and really finding joy in like reading books and doing puzzles and doing really chill things instead of the big hullabaloo that comes with the holidays. Here's the thing, you can miss what, used to be and still find joy in what is. I'll say that again. You can miss what used to be and still find joy in what is. And that's what's so, so important this year. So my last strategy for you, my last strategy for you to find peace and ease, create peace and ease for yourself that really allows you to cultivate joy is to create a holiday bucket list. And I've talked about this in the past, in past years, we annually create a summer bucket list and a holiday bucket list. And On your holiday bucket list, here's my recommendation. So your holiday bucket list is going to be all the things that you want to do to create joy this holiday season, that you're going to be super excited to do these things, to cross them off, to check the boxes, all those things. So my recommendation for you is that you take a little bit of time on your own, like it takes 5, 10, 15 minutes, and do a little brain dump of what do you want to do over the holidays that would feel good to you. So you might be like, I want to take seven baths in seven days, (laughs) or I want to take a nap after Christmas breakfast, or I want to do a thousand piece puzzle, that's on my list, (laughs) or I want to go for a bike ride on Christmas morning, like whatever, it could be a million different things, right? So create a holiday bucket list of the things that you want to do. It might be things just for you. It might be things for your family. And then invite your family to add to the list. And here's the thing. You could have a list that's 
yours alone and a family list, or you could just put it all together in one. We've done it both ways. There's years where I've had my list and then we've had a family list, or there's years where we've just bunched it all together. And we like to create very attainable holiday bucket lists. So things that we've put on in the past have been like visit Santa, open presents, give gifts to adopt a family. Last year, we went skiing with family members over Christmas when we were in Arizona. We had a ski day in Flagstaff. So anything that you know that like you already have booked, put that on there. And then things that maybe you haven't scheduled yet, but you know you want to get in. So maybe there's a neighborhood that you love to drive through to see the lights. So in Seattle here, there's Olympic Manor is fabulous. So we always have, see the we call it Candy Cane Lane, but drive and see the lights in Candy Cane Lane. We also have a really great exhibit at the zoo here. So we have that on our list this year to go see the zoo lights whatever will bring you joy. And it creates a framework for joy, a literal framework for joy. Like we're going to do these 10 things or however many things you end up with on your list. And all these things are going to bring us joy. And there's, they're going to create memories. So even with visiting Santa, we have a Santa this year that's a block from our house in a plastic bubble every day from 11:30 to 5:30 he's out in front of this business it's the cutest thing and so i kind of was like oh we're not going to be able to put visit santa on our bucket list this year and then this happened and i'm like oh my gosh we're visiting santa almost every day now like vinny has already visited santa three times and we still have two and a half weeks until christmas so because we have santa a block and a half from our house every single day so where are the things that you can find joy in things you wouldn't normally have so now instead of visiting santa once i'm like oh my gosh we could put like visit santa 15 times on our bucket list piper has visited santa danny has not yet visited santa so see so many opportunities for joy So that's my last one is create that holiday bucket list and make sure you put things on there that are for you, that it's not just about creating joy for your family, because we know that you're going to do that because you're all overachievers. (laughs) Where are you going to create joy for yourself? So those are your four strategies to get what you want out of the holidays, to create peace and ease in order to cultivate joy. So again, have open conversations, be clear, give yourself permission to be creative and create that holiday bucket list. So with all that said, happy, happy holidays. I'm sending you love and joy and peace. I'm so happy to be in this holiday season with you because I would not want to be doing it without my army of shameless moms right behind me, right beside me. I'm so happy that we're in this together. And if you know any moms struggling right now with this time of year, with this season, and you think they could use some hope and some guidance and some strategies to get through this tough time, please, please take a screenshot of this episode, email it to them, text it to them, post it on social media, tag me. I'll always comment and reply when I see your tags. I adore you. I'm grateful for you. Happy holidays. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. 
Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.